Welcome back to episode 84 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and today we got Korg on the deck to speak with us about updates on MetaZone. Here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, what's taking so long for the Ethermon egg nest? Next, update on MetaZone NFTs. Then, what is the proper tokenomics for NFT platforms? And finally, sidechain will become standard. All right, let's listen in. time man this feels like a whole different experience obviously yeah it, and not only that it's almost one o'clock in the morning uh we've had yeah, a that's, huge that's normal for us right? night, yeah. nightline edition yeah <laughs> this is like super x-rated edition what the not fuck really. dude nobody better got conversations yeah dude oh man going in deep so uh, we've been talking a lot about what's been going on in uh in the personal nft world and, and the personal, personal realm Right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of personal shit going on, dude. So it's like can't ignore that. Yeah. Obviously, no, no, absolutely not. Nobody's here is like <coughs> fully a ton like automated mech bots. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> There's a lot of real world shit that's been going on. So yeah, we have to like every now and then we gotta regroup. Gotta make like, moves. Yeah, we gotta like realign and shit. Like assess. I think that's what this is all about. Like we're just kind of like it's been a while since all three of us have been yeah. together and like. <coughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Like just in the same br- room. Just, just bro out, dude. Yeah. Like it's been fucking wild. Reporting on life. Yeah. yeah. But there's also a lot of like <sighs> not technical technical shit that we need to talk about. Yeah. There's plenty to go over. To yeah. And we're going to cover. And joining oh, us. Oh, yeah. If you haven't noticed. What do we got here, man? Who are, who are these characters? You tell me, dude. So, so we got <laughs> we got Ethermon characters here with us today. Plushies. Beautiful. Yeah. Fresh off the, off the boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These beautiful... Probably handcrafted. Yeah, I don't know from yeah, some place up the some, far east. Some one sure. of a kinds. Yeah, dude, but there's something se. special about these, right? Yeah. Lois, can you explain the technical? So we got a scratch to redeem NFT here, made in the the Guangdong province. That's right. New materials. Okay. Well, batch zero 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 one January twenty. Okay, so these are OG Ethermon plushies, dude. These are the first. These are the first set. Yeah. I wonder how many he's made in a batch. Well, I guess these so are unclaimed NFTs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, it's like uh, this could be the future of commerce, dude, or the future yeah. of like goods. Like you go to a store, hopefully it's a smart store, like no employees and shit like yeah. that. You just walk <laughs> yeah. in there, you see like a whole shelf full of these plushies. They all have these like RFID, like tracker scanners on right. them or whatever right, these right. are. <laughs> yeah. And then you go home, you just kind of like split this bitch open. Do a little scratch and sniff. And, and then you got you the scan digital. scan it. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden this thing's prancing around in Central That's right. Or something yeah. like that. You True. Know? Yeah, dude. Feeding it and. Yeah, you're feeding it. Battling so, it. So thanks training. to the guys at Ethermon, Aiden and uh, Eric, for, for sending this to us. I really appreciate it. Yeah. This is like, real. this is their first set and they just sent it to us because, you know, everything that. We've been helping them out. Yeah. Assisting them create their uh, metas on. On for deployment on MetaZone for for Decentraland. So so tell us why is it taking so long to get the egg nest out? 
Just jumping right into that. Yeah, just jumping. Is that what the people are wondering? Yeah, they're, they're wondering. <laughs> At least the early adopters of the egg nest, for sure. That's okay. Right. No, it, it, it's a little bit more extensive because that one has uh, smart contracts that, that are, uh, you know, that, that Ethermon have created back in the day. And uh, so we had to integrate those smart contracts for the purchasing and the the hatching and, and all that time process. So so we, we, we pretty much got it done. So I think we have a meeting with them tomorrow to, to talk about, you know, what's the deployment process. Yeah. A meeting in 10 hours, actually. Yeah. Yeah, less than Shh, I didn't even less think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. That's part of that's part of it now. Yeah. But okay. So that makes sense. So, uh, so, so they have an egg process uh, of their existing game, which calls a an existing smart contract, and they sell eggs for ETH, and um, and then the player gets an NFT of an Ethermon. And so we're using those same smart contracts within Decentraland. That's what you're. That's what you're. Yeah, saying. and because of the whole. Uh, I guess the whole gas fees being being pretty high, they've been they've opted to use Metazone for off-chain uh, transactions. So okay. now you get an off-chain, uh, you make an off-chain transaction. Well, you, you make a transaction, and we track it off-chain. And you can opt to once you get your uh, mon ethermon uh, mon uh, hatched from the egg, then you can uh, put it on chain. Okay, so if somebody purchases this, this egg. They'll wait to hatch it, and then they'll own an Ethermon off-chain, which they can then mint on-chain, and yep. then put it on OpenSea or whatever it is that they want to do with it. Yep, exactly. Okay. But even like when it's when it's <coughs> first birthed, it's an off-chain thing. It's immediately deployable and interactable in world, right? Like, is this? Yeah, yeah. even if off-chain items are still interactable in the yep, world. Correct. Yeah. You can feed them. You can. It's train just yeah. So, w- what's the claiming process going to be like? I think they have something on their website that, okay. that has your, you can put your address on there and then you'll see which mon you have and, and it's, it'll have an indicator that it's off chain and now, you mint it. Now, these Ethermons are <coughs> like uh, progressible, right? Like they, they don't just start out like nothing. Well, they do start out like, like Level babies. Zero, yeah, babies. Freaking babies out of an egg. But through your gameplay, that's how you. Progress. Get them higher experience, right, and level wise and stuff. Yeah. So that's going to be reflected in the NFT itself, or is that like a meta zone uh, specific, specific like uh, attribute? Yeah, since NFT? since they want to deploy these uh, these little creatures in Decentraland, they added a, a different uh, type of experience points, which is DXP. That's true. So that is on the NFT on OpenSea. Yeah, and you can track, you can yeah. take a look at it on OpenSea and see that data being changing. That's awesome. And there's people already like doing this, right? Yeah, like, there's people there's at like level fifty on their Kiari yeah. or Cobras. Yeah, because those were the first two. Those pre-Agnes days, if you had a garden bed, you had access to those two, mm-hmm. and they were fully engaging with them. And because like uh, they don't die, right? So you, they don't actually die. Yeah, they don't. They don't die. They just remain stagnant if you ignore them. Yes. Like, so yeah. you, you have to actually invest some time and whatnot to level them up. Yeah, and to be able to <laughs> battle them, you'll you'll need to put some energy into them, some so food, feed them, mm-hmm. so. So yeah, it's it's a whole so it's not like, like crypto game. Yeah, that's I'll, let's get into that like the game battle mechanics of it because you can make like an obvious comparable to uh, another popular crypto game, Axie Infinity. These are like little fucking creatures that are eventually gonna do it out. Three versus, versus three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Same same kind of like turn based game mechanics, but the difference is in Axie's universe, <coughs> they're like the the Axies you end up with are kind of like RNG. 
in a way. Yeah, the axes you end up with the combat are mechanics wise, like the combat skill attributes. But in uh, the Ethermon's world, you have to kind of like earn you, yes the the game utility of the of the characters themselves. Yes, you can improve the skills of your Ethermon by playing the game. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's, the game is going to be like a turn-based game. They're they're working on the details at the moment, but yeah, it's going to be like a you have to choose the right move that you that your opponent might where you think they're going to use a certain move, so you kind of counter their move. Yeah, so you kind of anticipate whether they're going to dodge, so you give you, you you unleash a weaker move because you expect them to dodge, and then you can unleash the stronger move because they can't dodge after dodging. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Because you can, like, dodge a so certain like, amount of times. Or it's like strategy. Of course, strategy. Kind of reading the other player in, in a sense. Yeah, just like these real popular, like, uh, card games, like Hearthstone, Gist... Uh, the blockchain version of that is what uh, Gods Unchained or something like that, or mm-hmm. Chain Chain Gods Unchained, one of those card games. But it's the same thing. Where, like, Chain, the yeah. strategies you're playing down a card, which essentially is like a move, right? Yeah. But this is like a 3D version mm-hmm. of that, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So yeah. Live action. Yeah. In Decentraland, they'll be using a WebSocket server and everything, <laughs> so it'll be it'll be high end activities. Yeah, and so so Ethermon has a couple of things to share eventually, which is going to be interesting, but. One of the things is uh, they want to do a dig event pretty soon. And so we'll be helping them out with that and, like, you know, coming up with some marketing materials for that. And it'll be in tandem, I'm pretty sure, with the Eggnest type of event. Yeah. Because you, you did a pretty good video. Have you seen mm-hmm. Iron Man's video? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thanks, I, dude. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can show it yet, but uh, but yeah, it's, it'll be out there. It's damn good. Yeah, probably whenever you have this podcast out, it'll be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, tr- I try my best to, like, really get the <coughs> emotional aspect of this thing. Yeah. Like, me, I I just, I, I'm I'm already in love with these things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just these things are freaking cute as hell. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I remember, like, freaking owning a Tamagotchi and shit like that. Dude, I was a little dumb child, but still. Like, yeah. just that little freaking pixel display was enough for me to be like, dude, this, this is. Fall in love? A lot. Yeah. Digital yeah, love? Digital love, dude. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like you want to play off those emotions in these little trailers and stuff. I don't know. That's the way I approach it. Yeah, that's, I think that's a. Uh, it's pretty good, that, man. You that, have that's kind of like what's. You have the touch, man. I don't think know. So? Yeah, well, I don't know what it is. You just like naturally just come up with these edits. I, I appreciate that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I really like it. I I like this whole Ethermon stuff. I think it's uh it's it's something that's not super obvious yet as far as like uh especially like. The whole gameplay part, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like yeah, Decentraland not, is a giant obvious. experiment, right? <clears throat> People are all trying to figure out how do you gamify this virtual world. So like we're kind of like doing it in incremental steps, but yeah. it's not obvious what the end goal is going to look like. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Which yeah, I mean true. we could and just we could sit here and talk about it all day. You, you've 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 actually claimed that Ethermon could make Decentraland Ethermon land. Yeah. That's, I mean, because it's, uh, it, it's, there's a chance. You think so? I think there's a chance. So, in order for that to happen, what needs to happen? Like, the game has to have so much, like, desirability. Like, people just, they can't control themselves. They just, they got to buy these things. Yeah. And, like, they need uh, to, <clears throat> there's so much demand for it that there's just, there's so much potential to metify it, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's <laughs> right? for sure. So, yeah. I mean, what, what, what will it take? I mean, I guess accessibility. Uh, visibility, like anytime you're in Decentraland, you see like Ethermon pretty much everywhere. Yeah, that's and what I was going to think of. Like, 
the features from Decentraland have to be there to like uh, true. support like uh, yeah, a full. What features do you think are missing? Cross world experience, which would be like if you're on a different land that doesn't have any Ethermon meta mm. content on it, then you don't see the Mon. So that's the the big missing that's piece true. piece of the puzzle that Decentraland needs to have like code, like a pet category or what. Um, I think it's more so code that that runs alongside your player. So right now, it's the the scene code is on the land mm-hmm. itself. So as soon as you walk onto another piece of land, like the, a different piece Something of happens. scene code is running. Yeah. So instead, they need to have like code that that that's attached to your player avatar. That way, you can run the Ethermon follow me, you know, pet uh little piece of code. And then yeah, it'll be with you everywhere you go. And then whenever somebody else sees you in mm. in their land, you you run that little you know follow me. Dude, that's Ethermon. huge. So, so and I, and supposedly the central land is working on that. I don't oh, know. Really? I don't know what the timeline is, but it's probably a little bit further away. Yeah, you would think so because like I mean, Ethermon's been around for so long. Well, there was like a prior version, right? Like Ethereum yeah, so or something. Ethereum, yeah. And there was other games in Decentraland like Chain Breakers. I think this is God. Just so many. I get my name shuffled up, dude. Yeah. There's so much <laughs> shit out there. It's Battle insane. Racers. Yeah. Like, so, but Chainbreakers, like, they, I remember they had, like, a little auditorium with, like, their they own did. little pets. Yeah, they had little pets, So, too. like, pets is, like, nothing new. Dude, like, when we first came into this, oh, yeah. that was the first thing we thought yeah, of, Yeah, I don't think we even told Ethermon that we planned on doing an, uh, a pet game, pet too. Game. Did we ever talk about it on the well, podcast? I so think we tried to be hush mouth about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we did, yeah. We were like, we were like, dude, this is going to take over the world type shit. You know? Yeah, for you uh, <laughs> uh, people looking for, uh, what's that thing called? The mystery egg? The mystery egg, yeah. 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 That's the whole point of the mystery egg is that we wanted to come out with our own pets. Because mm-hmm. we knew a pet game in Decentraland would be the highest potency of value. That's true. Of, of anything that you can think of in Decentraland, a yeah. pet game would be the most valuable thing that you could do. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like cracking the code of Decentraland's like use cases, like yeah. uh, is retention exactly. and like re re replayability, engagement. Yeah. Like what what better way of that is and like NFTs and yeah, yeah. But and, it, and it's like if you have something you actually care about that's like existing in that world, like you, if you neglect it, you know, these poor things just kind of like yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> this is what happens, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're too cute. Yeah, so, yeah. dude, you got to build an attachment to these little things. So pets, you yeah. Know? That's what I'm talking about. Like that replayability. Did that timer ever run out? It, it ran out. Yeah. So so the story is we had a timer. We we launched an Easter egg, right? We deployed it in Decentraland, and it was there during the Decentraland launch, February 2020. It was there, and it had a timer, and that timer count counted down. Actually, it's it was there way before <laughs> the Decentraland launch. Yeah, before like, they chose the date to launch. At least we, six months. How did we pick the the time? So so we we thought of this game, right? Oh. It was gonna, it was going to be called Guardians. And we said, all right, let's give ourselves six months. If we can't really come up with anything in six months, then, you know, it's, it was too hard or whatever it was. It just didn't work. Yeah. So, and then, so five months into this thing, Decentraland launches or announces when they're going to launch. And it they announced it, like, within a week of our countdown clock. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, within a week. It was, like, five or six days difference. Okay. And so, six months ago, we sort of inadvertently... Uh, predicted the uh, the launch event for Decentraland. Yeah, a significant event was going to occur. Yeah, at that time, nobody ever bought our mystery egg, though, right? We no. didn't. We didn't yeah. allow. It purchase. wasn't. Yeah. Oh, it was never. For, yeah, yeah, people. Well, people were that. asking though. Yeah, they still like, ask. Hey, can we buy this thing? <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> for what, dude? Well, no. Yeah. Well, I guess because like the mystery, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Goddamn mystery is like so. Dude, Dabcraft knows how to 
Yeah, you, how to hustle that mystery element to their shit to their. You know, uh, if you think about things. it, if you tap into the the speculative side of things, we could sell mystery eggs, and like just tap into the speculative side of what this mystery egg could, could be. Yeah, and like that's it. It's just a mystery. It's just like a, an open meta. What would you categorize that as, though? Like a game, like, a decoration, a uh, yeah, building. Speculative asset. <laughs> it's its own class of its own mysteries. Yeah, yeah class. mystery. <laughs> It's just yeah, but then I, I mean I would feel bad because there's yeah. like little intention to do anything with this mystery eggs unless we set a date and we're like yeah we're gonna do, make something happen yeah unless there's then unless we intend to do something and some sort of date then yeah is that any more crazy <clears throat> than people fucking You're fighting it out for pineapples and NFTs oh, no. and shit on on yield farming it's platform? less crazy than that that's what I'm saying like yeah. Before the whole yield farming craze, I'd be like, well, you're fucking stupid, See, dude. What are you talking about? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I feel like, you know, we have this this uh, this air amongst ourselves that we're sort of ethical. Yeah. Right? We, we'd, we'd feel bad if we just sell stuff that has, like, no yeah, function definitely. to it. True. Yeah. And for me as a developer, that's not fun anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? We're yeah. Do anything with it? It's <laughs> true. Right, let's, make, let's make some action happen. Well, then, see, that's the thing. It, that's that's where, we the, that's where the speculation comes in, dude. Because it's gonna be created by Corv. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna fucking know. It's like, hey, this guy's selling mystery ain't gonna, eggs. Ain't gonna like, sit on it and do nothing. Yeah. Something's, yeah. something's gonna something's pop gonna out. Something's gonna happen at some point. So yeah. I'm yeah. gonna buy these while they're cheap, maybe, in the beginning. Yeah. 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 And once once we kinda partnered with Ethermon, we kinda shifted gears onto like a more That's true. Different type of game style. So yeah, we could have legit done that. But then, yeah, these guys came around. Yeah, and then they're <laughs> like, well, we already have 200 of these. And yeah, they're already like the 3D models. Well, not the 3D models, but the, the 2D models, right? No, 2D. I think 2D and 3D. 2D and 3D they had. Damn. Okay, so they were positioned. Yeah. It's just the only thing they were missing was what? The distribution. Yeah, the medicine yeah. Yeah. aspect. Yeah. So it was like the perfect marriage, I guess, of, it like, was. of uh, technology. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that was a missing piece in Decentraland from the developer standpoint. It's like, I have, I can make cool stuff, but I would have to knock on everybody's door to sell it. And mm. then, and then if I sold it, I have to give them the source code. And yeah. like, it's, it's, there's so many barriers. So, so again, not, not to like rehash MetaZone and like its origins and why we <laughs> exist. Well, um, yeah. But for, for you n- new people, we definitely recommend that you go back and watch those videos because they're riveting and there's a lot of learning. And especially, especially right now with, uh, I mean, for all the creators out there that are working on the game jam games, like, mm. uh, they, they should definitely take a gander at, uh, at MetaZone and, and check us out and absolutely see, see what that distribution is all about. So we can help you, you distribute your content and, and make, make money off of it. So I think anybody, any developer who doesn't know about MetaZone and they try to sell their content, they quickly realize that there's a huge problem. And and they'll they'll find us and they'll be like, oh shit, this this actually solves a problem that I had when trying to sell my my stuff. <coughs> We've seen that happen around you, right? Oh, for like, sure. Oh yeah. We've seen a a small little influx of game jam participants, like just organically, you know. Yeah. Discover c- us. Just discover us. Yeah. We're yeah. not we're not out there pr- pushing like uh, on these people. You know, we probably should be, but we're not. Yeah. It's just kind of like they're they're finding. And that's the feedback they're giving us. Like, yo, this is exactly what we need. Because a lot of them, you kind of like, Decentraland's onboarding these devs. They're giving them like a little taste of what's possible. Kind of right. like the same thing that we experienced when we first came into the world. But then, yeah, like you said, eventually they'll come to the same conclusion as us. Like, fuck, how do I fund any of my development that's in this right. world? So that's a good segue. It's a fucking problem, dude. So, <laughs> well, you know, one of the things we, we talked about in the last podcast is 
really making things sustainable for the developers in Decentraland or anybody getting involved into the metaverse. Yeah. And one of the things that Iman keeps talking about is we are not tapping into 80% of the side that actually funds these things, right? Funds yield farms to games in the metaverse where nobody's tapping into it. So the way to tap into it is to provide speculative assets that people can speculate on. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we're, we're working on right now is providing a MetaZone token um, for the platform. And this token will eventually be airdropped to all the landowners who bought Metas and all the creators who made Metas. Would that be correct? Yeah, airdropped, yeah. So all, all these uh, key events that like that occurred, so like a purchase of a Meta a creator uh, deploying these metas, so all these... Uh, it's very similar yeah. to, to Rarible's, like, uh, mechanics in the sense that they're they're incentivizing uh, activity on their marketplace, essentially. Like, yeah. if you're buying art, you're earning a, a token. If you're selling art, you're, you're earning. earning a token. If you're creating art, you're earning. And it's and it's all 50-50. 50-50 what? Between oh, like splits? Yeah, the creators and the buyers. Yeah. See, that's, that's weird. I don't understand, like, the weight of the splits yet. Like, uh... Well, it's just crazy. It's like transaction-based. Like just like every so time you do anything, it's just like a ping. If somebody buys one of these creations, then uh, the creator also and gets a cut, and the buyer gets the same split amount. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Really? So, so it's all based on volume. So if there's a ton of volume, then you you get very little tokens because everybody's buying and selling, right? Yeah. And so if there's not a lot of volume, then those who do buy and sell during that low volume state get a ton of tokens. I see. Because there's seventy five thousand. Because there's seventy five every week. That's never going to change. No. That's not going to change for two hundred weeks. What happens at two hundred weeks? That's it. Oh, then it just runs out. It runs out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so what's cool is that they. I don't know that detail about it. That's yeah, cool. their tokenomics yeah. is they only have twenty five million tokens. So our token is probably going to be very similar to that. Maybe yeah, we could do it that way. Twenty thirty million. Yeah, nice. we haven't figured out a number yet. Uh, we got to do a lot of research as far as like what's the purpose of like how do these people come up with these yeah arbitrary numbers? amounts yeah yeah but, but like what is well, it well you could choose the amount that's given out every week and then you multiply it times how many weeks you want to do it that's how you that's how you know the full max amount yeah but it's like is there an advantage to having more tokens there is so uh let's talk about tesla just for for uh real quick so tesla their their stock was worth fourteen fifteen hundred dollars at one point, and then they did a oh, yeah. stock split recently. And the reason why they do stock splits is so they can market the stock's price to the people that haven't gotten into Tesla that want to that want to go into Tesla. Yeah, and they can yeah. buy a full stock. That's true. Right, yeah. retail so, investors. Yeah, like so when you understand it, like it doesn't really make any difference. Like it doesn't it, make a difference, but from a behavioral psychology perspective, sure. it actually does. And yeah. an access standpoint, like access, you can't, yeah. can't spend fourteen hundred dollars when you can spend like three hundred, four hundred bucks. Yeah, that's right. That's true. So there is an advantage, but then it's like so that so that plays a role in selecting how many tokens. Like for example, when you're in finance. There's only like twenty eight thousand or twenty nine thousand tokens. That's why it went from four hundred dollars to forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in like a couple of days. Yeah, because there's only twenty eight thousand. Yeah, but that's still like a monstrous run up in oh in for valuation. sure. Yeah. From a percentage standpoint, it's a monstrous <coughs> run up for sure. But do you think that scares people away? Like when if you're like a, a newbie? And yeah, you I mean right now, could, could any any one of us afford a, a full urine finance token? Yeah, but we understand you don't have to own. No, you don't a full urine finance. Like no, you, can you just don't buy it. A piece of it, just like you can buy a piece. But of But still, it's so 
But not everyone knows that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the psychological you're having, aspect. You're having hesitation right now, so that if for sure there's well, some sure. kind of yeah. So if they did a sp- stock s- split, you know, you'd have access to one. one exactly, because they'll they'll be worth hundreds of dollars if you split you it can, like fifty ways. You could probably write that into a smart contract, like yeah, I've never heard the of capability that capability of dividing up a. It's rebasing, so it's a function oh. within smart contracts. That's yeah. what the rebasing that happened on Yam. That's why it failed because they. They added too many zeros in the rebase. That's so crazy, dude. Yeah. So they added nine octillion nine thousand octillion tokens. Now that seems like a pretty like hard to make error, or is it not? It seems maybe the dyslexic person, you know, with a period here <laughs> versus there. So like it obviously I mean every contract's susceptible to human error. Yeah. That's the problem with not getting the audit, right? Is like That's right. You don't have the yeah. Uh, if they got had it audited, it's like um, then it's not on him. It's on it's on it's whoever on audited this contract. Well, even then, it's still everybody's screwed, anyways. Because yeah, that's true. Yeah, the platform's kaput. It's done. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. So that's why they had a migration plan for Yam version two, mm-hmm. which I mean, I stopped following it because it, the whole thing seemed kind of kind of weird to me, like in terms of like actual valid <sighs> use case. Yeah. So I just didn't pay attention to it. So there's a version two. They're doing a token uh, swap and um, something like that. So, yeah. But nonetheless, the, so the idea, so we got to pick a number in terms of uh, total supply of tokens where it's accessible to people, like meaning the token is worth in the dollars, not thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not something, you know, something that's like reasonable, like, you know, 10 cents or whatever. Yeah. The thing that I'm seeing, like... <clears throat> Of a of a unexpected or maybe it is expected like awesome value add of these tokens, especially for rareable, is that because of in, in our current Ethereum ecosystem, like pretty much every marketplace is like in a dead zone right now. But not so much today, but like let's say the last three, four weeks during this DeFi craze, because gas fees were so high. So if you go on to like non fungible or whatever, there's not much activity going on except for on rareable. I think it's because of this whole reward mechanic where people yeah. if if you're transacting at least you're getting some kind of kickback in token form that it can kind of offset whatever gas fees you're paying mm. on that exchange makes yeah. sense you know makes I mean? sense it makes sense yeah i mean it's better than nothing yeah because yeah. like they're the first ones to introduce like this this grinding mining mechanic to your like marketplace activity man. and it's a thing that we talk about all the time man it's like, yeah. uh, it's aligning incentives it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's all we do. That is the foundation of MetaZone is aligning those incentives. I it's mean, true. the token just ex- exemplifies and and focuses that alignment with an actual you know asset that you can trade oh, and speculate yeah. on. So it just it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and definitely. I mean, it, it, the good thing is is that we have rareable as a go by, and yeah, every industry needs that that breaking that that, that icebreaker. Icebreak, in, yeah. Innovator, that innovator, the kind of because the first domino, right? Yeah, because we can see what they did and either improve or change stuff that fits our model a little bit better. We could definitely like because we have a completely different marketplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could <clears throat> like uh, as like they only have like a small transaction fee because there's not there's no actual that's true upkeep minting. Required yeah, for them. a minting an NFT. The reason why they take the one or two percent is because. The platform doesn't do anything else besides mint them. Yeah, and facilitate, it, like, swaps between yeah. owners pretty much. Yeah, which is, I mean, it doesn't do anything. Now, from MetaZone's standpoint, every single little application that gets submitted into MetaZone is an app that needs upkeep. That's right. Right? Because Decentraland, 
as good as they are, they're always updating the world and therefore breaking stuff all the time. And so it's sort of our responsibility to fix it if it's like a metazone related problem. Yeah. Right. Now if it's like the actual creation problem, then it's up to the creator to fix it. But nonetheless, um so so we unless have, we facilitate, you know, assisting them to fix it as well. Yeah, there's that's legit manpower. Right. And that needs to be Core financially power. compensated or else it doesn't happen. Like yeah. exactly. in, in any any endeavor. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> imagine you like buy these metas and deploy them and all of a sudden they stop working and we're we're taking one percent of every single cut and yeah. There's there's no incentive to like maintain it because it's just not enough funds. So the way you offset this, if for anybody, any creator who has like a, a problem with this thirty percent allocation, we're, we're, that's where the tokens come in handy. Like because we this go, is another incentive. Yeah, like the the if you increase your token allocation or your staking, whatever, you could reduce these fees potentially to zero percent. But in, in our case, because we're going to be also holders of these tokens. That favors us because people are... It improves the value. It increases the value of the token. Yeah, because there, there's less uh, in circulation, I guess, because there's there's actively staking these tokens. They're taking them out of circulation. Mm-hmm. So that's going to improve the value of it. So that's going to kind of like offset the 30% we need to maintain the, f- the proper functionality of the platform. That's right. In token form. That's right. So like it's it's a this is a new like business model here that we're kind of like tinkering with. Yeah. You know, because like at the end of the day, the platform has to sustain somehow, dude. If if everyone's paying zero percent, yeah. what the fuck <laughs> are we gonna do here, dude? Like yeah. how do we do that? Yeah, definitely not sustainable. That's for the tokens. So that that's I think is a beautiful application. Yeah. I bet you like fucking you're gonna see like mainstream apps absolutely using this technology at some point. You know, Chico you know? Creep Crypto just came out with their his own video explaining different business models for companies accepting cryptocurrency like one of them he said that for netflix you can stake you know x amount of ethereum or or bitcoin eventually into their platform and you have access forever to netflix as long as you keep staking the money with them (laughs) they'll take that money and they put it into some yield compound finance whatever it is and earn interest on it collectively to earn income and so this has several implications for like the wider economy so right now there's an incentive to force the obsolescence of your laptop and your phone because the, the company that's selling that laptop or phone wants to sell you more laptops and phones. It's true. And so in this token world, they could instead build the best phone ever. You stake your money with them and they just yield farm all the tokens for you know any, everybody who stakes with them. And they have a, an incentive to make the best phone because... There's only so many tokens to stake, mm. right? There's a limited amount of Bitcoin. There's a you know a limited amount of these tokens, and therefore, if you stake it with them, it's an extreme value for them to to make money off of being staked on their platform. So think about that. I mean, imagine having a laptop that lasts 20 years just because there's an incentive for it to last 20 years. No, is that is that a thing? <laughs> Can you actually build that? Well, you probably can't because it's technology but yeah that's what i mean but like, you can have a, a a car that lasts you know a million miles you don't have to replace it yeah you know so things like that yeah. well it's it's stuff that, that you wouldn't buy up front so like a netflix account it makes sense like how much could they make per month off how much money do you need to invest for them to make you know more more, more money than more the ten dollars a month yeah more of the same of the, the ten dollars a month yeah off of your staking because you as a benefit 
from a consumer perspective is you're not spending a dime. You're not spending a dime. But you're, you're going to have to stake a larger amount, I'm assuming, in order for them to extract that yeah. equal value. And then for them, it's like as long as they, you know, uh, earn off of the yield farming uh, the, the specific token that they want, that they want to invest in, then those those few pennies or the few uh, tokens that they get, you know, in the future are going to be way more than $10. That's right. Exactly. So That's true. So if anything, it's just an, an alternative, you know, yeah. revenue model for already existing entities. Like they don't have to just 100% just swap. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like fuck traditional finance. Like, I mean, we could just do both. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it. Let's <laughs> it's a good way to onboard the crypto like fanatics. Yeah, you know? so let's say you're Netflix and you'll be like, hey, crypto community that's growing like, you know, 50% year over year. Mm-hmm. If you just stake one Bitcoin into our platform, you have access to Netflix forever. Yeah. You keep your Bitcoin, it's staked on our platform, but you, you gain access to Netflix forever. Yeah. As long as it's staked. I could see like a, like a, <laughs> like a, where, where Facebook could get involved in this like where they they uh oh yeah partner Ford. with like all of the silicon valley companies and it, like it becomes one just group yeah that's how they, they that's how they fund their bank entity oh, yeah like, yeah the liquidity that they're gonna siphon from all these that's membership right. tokens basically yeah and then they can they, can, they can loan all loan this money out, out yeah dude dude zuckerberg's thinking about this i for know sure. he is dude now he <laughs> is especially with all his yield farming he's yeah. paying attention for sure he's cooking something up. all the motherfuckers are yeah. yeah, yeah, they got a. What is it? I guess that's Apple. That's what I'm thinking. That that massive office. The yeah, the little uh, disc. The disc. Have yeah. you seen their, I think their office? Some of their campus. Their campus. Yeah, yeah. yeah they like can't a, even call it an office, dude. That's like a goddamn yeah, a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, it, it can be launched. Yeah, that's it's housing what like thousands of people. So somebody's thinking about this stuff for sure. Yeah, all over. Yep. The difference is, is like. Yeah, they're they're like not decentralized entities, so they have way more regulations to battle and shit. Yeah, they're just juggernauts, dude. And like the government's watching their every every move at this point because they're already like too powerful. So like anytime they're trying to like extend their reach even more, it's like now we want to control finance. Like hold up, motherfucker, dude. You guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's funny. (laughs) They they just uh, joined uh, Congress on another little talk. I mean, it was like maybe like two months ago. Um. Tim Cook, uh, Microsoft, Google, oh yeah, all those guys were all there. And you know what's funny? Every time they they ask them about uh, competitive, like anti-competitive, like practices that they're implementing, they're like, "Well, we're not as big as Google, and you know, over there they're doing, they're being anti-competitive over there. But what we're doing is being more open. But they always pitch themselves these juggernauts of companies as not being as big as and oh and and equally competing with everyone else in the like on the same platform. Yeah, which is clearly not the case. Mm. There there are no competitors to Facebook. There there are no competitors to Google. I mean, Apple has some competitors, but they're a two trillion dollar company. Who's really competing with Apple? Yeah. It's like Epic and Fortnite and yeah, how they're exactly. trying to trying to get rid of that that cut that that Apple gets. So it's, it's yeah. Yeah, what was the deal with that? They just didn't like the split. They didn't like that Apple was taking so much. And no, I think I think it wasn't just the split. I think there's a portion of it, but I think the problem was that they were trying to sidestep the um, the subscription that they had or something, and not use Apple for it. So it was the split, but it was also the fact that they're being anti-competitive. Ooh. But yeah. Apple was. Oh. Yeah, you can only use their. Yeah, subscription model or whatever. Yeah, it's like uh, from Metazone's perspective is we're we're gonna build these smart contracts for payments, 
But creators don't have to use our smart contracts. They can make their own and and uh, manage their own transactions on their own game if they want. Mm. We're just we're just offering to make it easier on the creator's life just by using our smart contracts. That's right. Like it's it's totally up to them to not use it and like you know manage the hundreds of transactions or thousands potentially on their game. Mm. You know, especially yeah. if they have splits. And Ethermon is is uh you know they they had this uh, on chain egg you know pricey you know and they were they were not going to use our MetaZone payments platform but now that they wanted to like improve that as quickly as possible now they're they're utilizing the MetaZone payments so yeah I mean ultimately for the creator it's just easier they can focus on the game making it you know fun focusing on the 3D assets and animations and the gameplay and and growing the game versus having to deal with Whose transaction did what, and who's yeah. splitting the what, and yeah, that's stuff. what it's all about, dude. Yeah, it's, it's giving devs like that freedom, the tools, the tools, and the freedom mm-hmm. to like actually focus on what they want to do. Yeah, same know? thing with the advertisement. Like even Ethermon has t- uh, asked about it, and other other people, other creators are using it. The ad platform tool mm-hmm. is another example where where you can just you know, yeah, if you have a flat surface on your creation, just slap an ad platform on it, add yeah. functionality to it. Yeah. The MZ ads will will take care of the rest. Yeah, and you can earn while while other people deploy this thing on your land, and and it's another split where where the landowner gets gets a cut and the creator gets a cut, and, and MetaZone provides this platform to do that. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, um, so that's our that's our job as you know, building all these tools to make it easier for creators to to uh, to make their content. Like you can, that you can live off of it. Yeah, and that's really what it's about. We we just want to create, uh, make it easier for creators to make stuff within Decentraland, and and also to inject like the value into the ecosystem to sustain what they're doing. You know, because think of it as like Ethereum was this open platform like any dev could use when it first came out, similar to how Decentraland is, but <clears throat> it didn't explode until like the proper tools it were created. Like I guess the guess you call them in their world there's just standards right where, yeah where devs can actually deploy these tools to their benefit to you know uh, create their whatever mechanics they need to start a community or to fund their projects whatever yeah i, I don't think decentraland is going to take off until that similar tool set is available for developers to you know kickstart their endeavors into this metaverse world you know yeah for sure i think i mean yeah we get we're speculating here but yeah, and, and we're diving into you know further and further game development. So we we started with some core games, and we kind of made an example business model off of that. And now we're you know transitioning to to like learning about NFTs via via Ethermon. But uh, we've always had our 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 uh, zombie game in mind, and yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's being enhanced. And now we're going to build tools for other creators to to have NFTs yeah, in man. their game. Yeah, it's kind of like a. W- as you go along and start developing these things, you just start to recognize, like, okay, this is missing. So, yeah. like, we got to either build it or, you know, this, or it's just going to suck. Yeah. Or yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not going to enhance the I mean, yeah. That's exactly how we come up with MetaZone is that you build Block Runner and you deploy it and you're like, well, that was hard. So, yeah. why don't we make it easier for everybody to do this? And then sure. it just, like, kind of expanded from there. Yeah. So, what was, what was some of the other stuff that we were going to talk about? Well, I think it was uh, first the NFTs we're going to be focusing on. So so we had a conversation earlier about should we mint on like mainnet NFTs or should we just right off the bat use sidechain? And I think we sort of agreed that it made more sense to make 
the NFTs on mainnet and then do what everyone else is doing and, and pick a side chain mm-hmm. and event and just adopt a, a side chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some research before we fully choose that route, but, but yeah, it seems like the most logical at the moment. Cause we get, cause uh, there's a lot of people that are okay with paying those gas fees to, to get the, you know, yeah. the NFTs in their wallet. So, so we're going to go with that as our default plan. So the process would be um, everyone who owns a meta will be able to claim the NFT for that meta. And so there's a couple of things that our platform needs to do is is recognize the NFT and then be able to deploy it if the NFT is in the wallet and the same address as the the land. Yeah. So and which, that's a, that would be like after smart contract completion. Right. So and we're going to get a GitHub uh, account like uh, we're, we have our GitHub public. account. Yeah. We're going to make some public deployments of the contracts that we're working on and okay yeah once we have all the features on it which should be pretty close to being done so and it's and that functionality is already there with ethermon i mean if you have the ethermon nft in your wallet then you you'll see it in land so it's the same concept where if you have the meta nft you can deploy it right it's the same thing it's just applied differently yep definitely so and that's that's why it was important to work on ethermon because we knew what Ethermon needed, we needed for our own platform. So helping them deploy their game in Decentraland is actually helping us deploy, you know, the NFTs in the right kind of format and implementation. Yeah, and then the, it's a trade of information. I mean, we're giving them the WebSocket, you know, details so they can build a, an interactive game That's right. uh, for their next their next metas that are going to be interesting for everybody to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once, and, I, and I, think, announce I, them. I think you have the most elegant implementation of websockets just because there's there's other versions and implementation of websockets and i think you've looked at them and the way the way that you implement a websocket is probably yeah, more efficient a little bit yeah way easier <coughs> very complex though they're the write-ups that some other people had mm-hmm. but uh but yeah we'll get all that information as like a meta zone like template so other creators can like take it take it take uh take a look at it and, and utilize and it use for it. their projects for sure and ethermon is going to be one of the first ones so so we got NFTs, we have the ERC20 token that we spoke of, and uh, so we're also going to allow creators to mint 1155s eventually. Yep. Um, I mean, we it's need... very similar to, to, like, the food that Ethermon... Uh, yeah, and then the, the upgrades for the weapons for the NFTs, right? Yeah, and Corona Zombies materials that get dropped by, right. by enemies, so you can upgrade weapons and stuff. All those would be 1155s that are off-chain initially, and uh, you can claim them, turn them in, mint them basically whenever you want to go take them to open sea and sell them, mm-hmm. trade them. So okay. So can't wait so for all that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's gonna be that dude. You just dropped so many bombs. <laughs> in yeah. Like, in one little. And you know what? It's segment. it's really to focus on the oncoming wave because we were prepared for the Decentraland wave whenever they launched. Sure. I mean, we speculated. I mean, we were all like on point with everything in terms of Decentraland on the launch. Um, we predicted that it was going to be kind of a rough ride, like starting just because everything was so new for everybody, but we got onto that wave. I think we've capitalized the most that we can on that wave. And I think there's another NFT wave coming and it, it's, it has started with the Rari, a rareable, uh, yeah. ERC twenties. Um, even the meme token, yeah. NFTs, uh, staking yeah. that that's like it, it it did like a three hundred percent in a single day just today. Yeah, the yield farming protocol. Yeah, with the NFT reward. With the pineapple. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <coughs> so to you, like 
So it's these it's like starting indicators, right? Yeah, like, these are just indicators that this this wave is coming, and we need to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So just like Decentraland, we knew they were going to launch. We knew that you you can't shut down Decentraland. Like knowing all these things, we prepared for it, and we capitalized. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the NFT wave is coming, we need to be prepared. Yeah, and sure. and it's going to come within the next twelve months for sure. Just because Bitcoin is going to pop off, all the altcoins are going to be popping off. And people are going to have money to spend, to spend on something, right? <coughs> and we're speculating it's going to be on NFTs. Nice. These non-tangible digital assets. Yeah. Which well, almost in some tangible. Case, in some cases, tangible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Nice. So, yeah, like, who knows what the, like, like, I'm seeing apparently, like, insurance is being wrapped in NFT yeah. now and. I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it means to to, in, to have insured like fifty thousand die worth yeah. in an NFT, yeah, for like five ETH. Well, basically, sense. it's getting it's getting wild and crazy in the NFT space, which I guess is what you want to see. You yeah, know, it just expand the limitations as far as you can get it. That's what's going to generate all the buzz. People are yeah, like what we just like what the fuck people are digitizing insurance and stuff, and then that's what's going to get the eyeballs to start looking over here, right? Yeah. But of course gaming is like that's always been like the big ambition I think of this space. Yeah, for NFTs, yeah. I think, you know, cuz CryptoKitties kind of like kickstarted the whole or maybe CryptoPunks was first, but CryptoKitties was the big CryptoKitties made it like for real. Popping. Yeah. Where everyone was like, "Holy shit." I mean, so that's like a, a gaming initiative, so Yeah, CryptoPunks were NFTs before the standard was like in existence. Yeah. I yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's 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 just it's a fucking difficult puzzle, man. I spent like a large part of today just kind of like going through posts on Twitter of like failed gaming blockchain projects. Yeah. Just because I wanted to understand. Yeah, postmortem. Wh- to just to understand what happened. Yeah. yeah. Like what, where did they go wrong? What yeah. were they needing? You know, because a lot of these projects started in 2017. So it's been a, it's been a struggle these last three years to kind of like maintain. So. Yeah, for sure. And what, what, it was all the results of the failures was just, like, lack of funding, right? Yeah, well, a lot of them got the funding from the initial excitement and craze of the, of the time, so it wasn't that hard to kind of, like, capitalize on that speculation, right? And it, but they never had a sustainable, like, business model. Exactly. So three years go by, the the, the, the hype goes down. Yeah. Now, like, you're, you're, you get that sound market. business model yeah. to kind of, like, sustain. That's right. But there was none. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has fe- figured it out yet is pretty much is the is the answer. Yeah. The... the, the the industry standard as far as like how to capitalize like with blockchain technology in the game universe hasn't been discovered yet, hmm. you know, but there's been plenty of attempts, but see, that's, that's valuable information right there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're placing our bets on, on NFTs basically. Yeah. Like NFTs uh, and tokens. Like there's, yeah. there's a merger between both of them. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. That it, it the whole you point is to, is create a, a legitimate ecosystem where like everybody's benefiting. If you're a player, you're a creator, you're a speculator. Everybody's like kicking ass in this market. You know, the, the one question that we see all the time when people jump into Decentraland is, "How do I earn tokens?" Yeah, and without or, yeah. without these ERC twenty tokens being minted by game creators, you can't earn anything. It's too expensive to give out mana, right? You can't give out mana to any degree because it's yeah, just, we tried that once. Yeah, we tried. It's just not sustainable. I mean, it was it was a success. It brought plenty of people in. Yeah, but yeah. They can't do that every fucking month. Yeah, you can't. It's just unsustainable. So instead, mint ERC-20 tokens for your game and have people play your game and they mine these tokens, right? Just like in Rarible, you participate in the marketplace and you mine Rari tokens. That's right. 
And it's the same thing. So in Axie, you're essentially doing the same thing by winning your matches. You're essentially mining, mining SLPs, SLPs, yeah. which is has game functionality to them, meaning like they're essential to the breeding process. So yeah. they're not useless like air NFTs or tokens. I mean, yeah. And someone and someone on their team has already talked about minting an ERC twenty token as a game platform. governance token. Governance token, yeah. That's the big thing. Is like, yeah. <clears throat> so that's another thing we need to think about too. Is how we're gonna use the MZT token for governance. Yeah, at that point, you're pretty much you're a hundred percent committing to the like decentralized nature of this whole experiment. Well, you know at, what I mean? At the very minimum, you are creating a a mechanism for participants in your marketplace to yeah. help make decisions. That's correct. In our case, there's plenty of cases for that. If yeah. If we want to have some kind of community driven selection process for who gets onboarded onto our platform, like as a as a game True. creator, that could hundred percent be facilitated like part, part of the community. review process. Exactly. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, shit. It's like, yeah. should everything be available on the store? It's like, yeah, we, we can we can let that. Like, Netflix you know, is having, like, a serious problem with that right now because somehow, like, some child pedo shit got through their fucking... Uh, yeah, I haven't oh yeah. looked into it too much, but I know something what you're talking about. Something called Cuties or something. Yeah, something about that. This is, like, the biggest but of platforms, and somehow that shit got through. So, hold on. I think... I think it was taken out of context. Uh, I think there was a trailer where they're, sh- they're showing these like young girls dancing, but it, I think it was taken out of context, and it was it was supposed to talk down on pedophilia. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. But, but the point is, there's legit imagery, sexual like for sure, absolutely actual sexual scenes with like children. Well, I don't know about I don't know. I, I've seen. I've, I've okay. Whoa. I should. <laughs> I should, don't implicate I yourself. Should, yeah, <laughs> but I, I've seen like so on YouTube, you know, people reacting to the stuff who've watched the actual film. Yeah, but uh, you're right. There's reaction outrage culture like, is yeah. like a thing right now. Everyone's looking for a reason to get pissed. I agree with you. I mean, but think about it. Netflix has a vested interest <laughs> not to be showing that's what's blowing this my stuff, mind, right? Yes. So it, it made it through. Yeah. So we have to you have to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're not going to destroy themselves. This would destroy the platform. True. It's like, how do we uh, deny inappropriate content? It's like, well, how do, how are we the judges of yeah. inappropriate content? We're just content? three dudes, dude. To so, us, it might be okay, cool, but like in another Yeah, in another culture, culture it's like dude, the this worst. Is, this is blasphemy yeah. type shit. Yeah. So we so can decentralize that, that up to the community, right? Yeah. Community. And that's where these governance tokens come in. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, at least you start there. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, governance is obviously way more complex than just we're just going to have a bunch of tokens and then you guys decide, you know, run the ship after that. Like, there's a oh, lot yeah. more that goes into it. Like, Yeah, for sure. Like, you, you just but, can't do that. Yeah. yeah but I, I, we've seen it with Decentraland. Like, exactly. Like, this basic DAO yeah. going and, uh, you know, it's, it's... It's already, like, susceptible to attack, essentially. Yeah, the oh, well, I don't know if it's attack, but... Yeah, I mean, manipulation. There you go. Yeah. And I, they knew it was going to happen. I mean, there's no way, like, yeah. we're going to, all right, we're going to do this governance thing, this DAO thing, and it's going to work right from the get-go, like. For sure. I mean, if you think yeah. about it, for the MetaZone token, when we do the airdrop, there's going to be a couple of creators and a couple of um, uh, collectors of metas who are going to have a lot of tokens. And if there's a, a vote to be had, those guys with a lot of tokens are going to sway the vote. And so, but they should, though. They should yeah, be able to sway the vote because they earned it, right? Yeah. 
They they're the it. biggest participants or contributors. Yeah. To the and so they should have the biggest. Well, that's say. that's the theory until until you can buy these on the market. Exactly. That's true. That's a good point. Exactly. Yeah. That's where like that's where government tokens are come. Yeah. That's where it gets a little squirrely. Yeah. On the uh, the. The theory of it all. The, the, <laughs> cu- the cuties guy is going to come and... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's my <laughs> meta. It was like little kids uh, dancing. Exactly, dude. It's like, dude, you guys just don't get me. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's that's what's so crazy. Like, obviously, it's it's going to be way easier to filter shit like that. Like, if it was just us deciding these things. Like, it, Oh, for quick, sure. Quick meeting. Like, guys, hey, what do you think of this? It's like, nope. Dude, no fuck kids. this. Yeah. yeah, but like, and then you, you got to p- put this out there for like the whole community to figure out. And it's a much yeah. slower process. For sure. A lot more debate, a lot more politics. It's like, dude, it's a mess. Yeah. Th- but, these but are these are digital kids. They're not real kids. Why shouldn't we be able to have, <laughs> it could, you know? Yeah. It could be different where like everything is accepted and like there's a flagging process and the flagging requires you to put, you know, mm. to stake your, and you your get tokens rewarded for even until that. it gets noti- like noticed. Yeah. yeah. And, and if uh, enough people like um this request uh, to take it down, then, then it you gets, get rewarded. Kind of like a yeah, bounty. If if you're yeah. correct that it does exactly. get eventually get taken down, then yeah, you get a little you get the funds from all the staking. The, the hell DeFi. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, there's so much we could do with tokens, it's crazy. It man. is crazy, man. But that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this thing. I mean and it's not the whole point, the, but the, <laughs> it's well the it's main the point. point. It's a really valid use case. Yeah. Yeah, for, sure. for tokens, yeah, the, but the main thing is like actually doing it, like yeah. having the funds for us to live off of. Yeah, that that's can, true. That allows us to innovate on these like clearly, you know, clear problems that are existing. And yeah, but, but you know what that world. helps quell that like fear is we've seen it work so many times already. Seen what like, work? Seen a generating a new token and having it be mined and all this stuff, and it's worth something. Yeah, like we've seen it provide. Um, an actual way for to fund a team. Mm. Yeah, and and it, we're not, we're not doing an ICO. This token is not for sale, and it's and it's only going to be purely mined. But of course, you'll be able to go to Uniswap and and get it. Yeah, that's that's the great uh, breakthrough where like these uh, decentralized exchanges are bringing. Is like this is possible now. Before you had to jump through hoops just to get a token listed anywhere mm-hmm. on these centralized yeah. exchanges, but now it's like. Anyone with like a good enough tech base or like good enough product or project is like, you're off to the races, man. It's just it's 100 percent community driven at this point. Not not so much like yeah. we need to get on Binance. Yeah, we need then to create a co- trading competition for our tokens, so we get this artificial <laughs> influx of yeah. volume pumped into our shit. Like, fuck yeah. all that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a market for that. Let them do that. But we're just gonna do things our way. Yeah, and see what happens. I think. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, look at Binance. They they uh, listed. What is Fucking it? Sushi? sushi, dude. Sushi in like six days. <sighs> and it usually takes like several hundreds of thousands of dollars to be listed on their platform. Yeah, so much for Launchpad, whatever the fuck, Binance Launchpad, dude. Like, yeah. But you know what? It doesn't matter, dude. People are still going to use Binance. You know, they'll be fine. Man, this Binance has a bunch of red flags, dude. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I mean, I, th- I feel like I've been saying this. Yeah, you have been dude. saying it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, just, it's the space we're in, man. Like, dude, we're so in the experimental stage it's not even funny yeah like it's so early <clears throat> to the point where like scaling is probably like our biggest issue yeah like, see and that's another speculative you know aspect to it like who's gonna win is it gonna be matic or is it gonna be x die because so far those are the only two i keep hearing about yeah yeah and then there's e2.0 that's eventually gonna come out and 
There's like tons of doubters and futters, right? Like the, yeah. it's never going to happen. I mean, Vitalik is fudding about it too. <laughs> true. So let's let's not get too crazy on on the fud though. It's true, man. But but it's like I don't know. We're at the mercy of like their progress, I guess. I, I, don't I think know. I think if the scaling side chains work, I think we should just use it, and uh, and then like I, because it's it's really up to us. I mean, we have to make a sustainable business. We have to. There's no other choice. Mm-hmm. And if we can reduce our own fees and then the fees of our our participants, I mean that's yeah. going to create the stickiness that we need. But then we have to be the fucking the the brunt like enforcers of like uh, getting people familiarized with this new yeah that's thing that's the like we have to be the guineas of yeah. like okay like now you guys have to familiarize with the side chain layers and stuff yeah because we we're the first ones to like have the balls to like a, <laughs> go ahead and, and we do have that. a support team that's available to train people so we yeah. have to train onboard all yeah. these users Sir, to teach you, them. you have to switch to the the side sidechain network. <laughs> Like, yeah. What is that? It's like, well, first you gotta go get die, and then you gotta yeah. like, you gotta go to this bridge, bridge. and then turn it to X die, yeah. and then it's like, what? <laughs> you know, like, I just want to buy my shit, dude. Why are you making it so complicated? Yeah, you know, we gotta deal with that. Yeah, but the, the thing is, we can also build all that functionality within MetaZone. It's like, oh, oh you, yeah, you have die. Well, use our application to switch to X die. And At a like, click of a button. Yeah, the click of a button. Yeah. Well, okay, if we could do that. Then For sure. Yeah, we can fuck do yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. For sure we can do that because if you go to XDive <laughs> at minimum, the XDive's website is just documentation. That's like yeah. the beauty about what they're doing. It's like they, they no, have I, no bullshit. I, I, I like that too, dude. Yeah. Because I've, I've been sifting through nothing but shit coins. Yeah. And just like the There's most like grand. and yeah. colors and <laughs> like Fucking chads and chads yeah. and shit. And like virgins and stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> craziest shit you could think of. Literally, I'm not even making that up if you don't know what, what we're talking have about. Have you seen virgin tokens or? Well, the whole chad oh, okay. verse. Chad tokens, but like, you know, the virgin's like the antithesis to that. So it's like, if you don't agree, you're a virgin. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's a fucking meme. Yeah. The point is, then we saw like X dies. Like, dude, this is... The, yeah, the landing yeah. page landing is, like, page is docs. like docs. <laughs> like, finally, something that's, like, legit. Like, they're actually trying to solve something here. Right, right. God damn. About time. Does that mean we should turn ours into docs? Uh, well, no, no. We have, like, a different... <laughs> different audience. Yeah, different audience, different solution. Yeah, because yeah, we have, like, we got actual we, legit we, we shoppers. Least, we at least consumers. have docs. Yeah, there is a docs section. We're catering to all sectors here. We got cater- catering to devs, consumers... Speculators. speculators fucking everyone dude God yeah yeah what the hell investors if they care every, you know creators. maybe one day yeah you use <laughs> artists creators and artists yeah yeah, yeah we Cre- creators even, like, of all levels all skill levels so so do you all, do we also want to talk about how we're going to support the 3d art community uh i think that requires more thought <laughs> well <laughs> i, I a, think at minimum it requires well the fact that we're thinking about it is is uh it's is one the one main thing step one well, I guess for sure like uh, as far as like I I just love it myself just because it's it's a more immersive thing I feel I mean who prefers two D over three D I don't know but well I think it's an underappreciated art form I, I think oh uh, I I'm totally saying. agree yeah yeah, yeah so the, the problem that we're trying to solve is is how we get these assets that creators are uploading to be always existent right. Yes, and so I think one of the ways is to either use IPFS or Arweave, and um, and then make sure if anyone has this NFT, they're just f- simply deployable in Decentraland at minimum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our platform will deploy it. 
And then, and then some other creator, I mean, some other developer on a different platform, whatever it is, can take our NFTs and make them deployable on this other metaverse if they want. Ooh, now we're talking interoperability, right? Based off of that uh, decentralized content storage. That's right. That's right. They just pull the same content from IPFS or are we wherever it's stored? And there it is in like this new metaverse. Yeah. In the most easiest case would be like a one three D model that uh yeah that functions in different yeah yeah that you can take into a different uh metaverse. So this this will get interesting. Um, yeah, yeah we we needed this meeting just to f- for because we just do there's so much. Yeah, yeah, man, there's there's so much. It's insane. Like, like it's like so many paths to take. Like you gotta we gotta figure out amongst ourselves. Like yeah, what's the best uh, strategy as far as like uh, you know. Go. Order of things. Yeah, <laughs> you, know you, what I mean? you you made this. I don't know when it was, I man, but you said that we need to get to like MetaZone to a sustainable point where you and I can spend some time like figuring out how to code, and so we yeah, can no like shit. help, actually help. <laughs> actually help instead of just talk. Yeah, you know, that's all we could literally do right now is just talk about things, and hopefully it sticks. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, but there's, there's a obviously a, there's functions there's importance to that too. Yeah, yeah, there's functions. There's like actual. There's value for people who can't code, but yeah, of course. Man, if you can code, it's like you're you're wielding like superpowers, like mm-hmm. real world superpowers. Yeah, you you have the ability the ability to innovate and like, to create. Yeah, and everybody else can only speculate verbally. Like uh, you know, this is a conceptualize. Possible, yeah, yeah, a possible innovation path yeah like wouldn't it be cool if this happened or this existed yeah. that's all you could do right but if you have the actual skill set like okay it's like, like let's actually yeah, check do this that. Out. try it out <laughs> yeah let's do it mvp yeah. it yeah. yeah check this thing out that i just created so yeah it, at the very bare minimum like we gotta like, get to a point where we could dedicate the time to at least get uh knowledgeable enough to the point where we, we can like least. know what's what's what yeah <laughs> you know what i mean Obviously, ideally, you get to the point where you can actually... Well, we, at least, you know, we could get to a point where we can review some meta submissions. Yeah. You know? Yeah, True. I mean, uh, you could do that, but also smart contract reviewing. Yeah, that too. Smart contracts would be the most, like, uh, financially intelligent way to get into to this yeah. stuff. Yeah, I agreed. And it's it's usually readable, uh, so... So, you know, reading it and, and then eventually creating some, some basic ones, you know, is a good way. It's an option... To yeah, to start. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean that obviously, you know, if you can do uh, smart contract development, you can get paid a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely not going to be like our goal isn't to be like a smart contract developers. <laughs> yeah, but you it's not do, like Meta is going to a hundred percent contingent on whether or not me and Will could figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, you want it to be like MetaZone uh, has the resources to you know. Audit. onboard more people to yeah. do this stuff. Yeah. Expand the team essentially. Yeah. That's our ultimate goal. We can offer auditing yeah. services like at very <laughs> cheap prices like yeah. This, yeah. Not a, this is not a bulletproof audit, but at least you get <laughs> our, yeah. our yeah. eyeballs on it. Yeah. And we have some experience. See, but that that's you have to build a, like a reputation portfolio at that point, right? Like it's yeah. kind of like I'm assuming. I don't know how their business model works, but I would guess it's like you need a track record of like positive audits. If you start failing left and right, yeah. You're Dunskies, <laughs> dude. No one's going to use your service, right? I mean, they audited the Ethereum DAO and it got hacked. Who did? Somebody. Some somebody. auditing service? Some auditing service, yeah. 
So I bet you they don't exist. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I have to look it up, but yeah. I would imagine they do just because it was so early. It was like 2014. There's not many. Day. There's not many choices, right? Yeah. Who else are you gonna go to? They're like oh, smart contract audits. We do that. <laughs> yeah. And they're like it's just made out of thin air. Yeah. Damn. Everybody gets approved. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Back in those days. Yeah, that was the first time anybody was looking at smart contracts. It's true, man. Yeah, that's a good point. So last update, iMan with a new phone over there. So what <laughs> what made you decide new hardware? <laughs> this turned into like an ad. Yeah, look at this sponsored segment. What? Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> we love our Samsung devices over here. Yeah. How, how big are the this bezels on that? Huge man. How big are the bezels on that? I don't know, dude. As big as like, my. I'm just kidding. They're invisible. <laughs> <laughs> the bezels. Yeah, I man, mean, they're invisible, dude. This is new technology for Iman right here. Yeah, all the way to the fucking edges. You see that, dude? That's incredible, man. Dude, look at how I look. I look like a Cyclops, dude. Doesn't that look <laughs> cool as shit? Yeah, man, I've been using the same crusty phone for like four or five years. Yeah, it was like made in 1999, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I guess. It's like <laughs> I'm not a tech person, man. It, it's as, wrapped as around back to flip phones now again. Yeah, that's yeah? true. Really? They yeah, have they're coming back. Flip phone. Dude, I like the flip phones. Yeah, imagine that screen flipped in half. Like, you can just... And bended. Like yeah. The screen actually bends. It makes that little satisfying click yeah, when yeah. you... It when doesn't, you like, shatter somebody. the glass. No, it doesn't shatter, time. no. <laughs> That's pretty intense, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, like... Like, um, somebody as innovative as, like, a Steve Jobs. Like, he, he created, like, ridiculous new technology. Or he didn't create, but he, like, pushed the innovation forward, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I always like he he died what like ten years ago or something, um, two thousand and eleven, almost ten years ago. Yeah, and like dude, we're st- we're still holding on to these things. Like, not much has changed. Yeah, not know? much has changed. Does one man really have that much power? Like, as far as like his like influence and vision, innovation. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know, know, dude. Elon Musk. Elon's a good, perfect example. Clearly, close. one man does have that power. Just, yeah. Yeah. People are speculating that is that a Tesla will be the most valuable company. You know, I guess that's on top of Apple. I think Tesla is like fifteen easy, ten or fifteen years ahead of everybody else, just because they have the the network of cars like collecting data. That's like it's worth more than gold, dude. And that autopilot is coming soon. There's a big rewrite happening in uh, December. It's going to drop for the public to to utilize. But Elon says that he drives from his home to his office without Without touching the wheel zero interventions yeah that's insane dude so it's gonna happen so it does the turns the stops and intersections and fucking yeah i still don't understand how this is allowed (laughs) like from a (laughs) government regulation standpoint well they 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 compare it to like regular driving because they have the data yeah they have they have to prove it first before like it's road road approved basically and i think they have already i mean oh i'm sure you know, out of all the Teslas out in the road, they don't get into accidents as often as other cars. Yeah, it's it's something like three to ten times safer if yeah. you have it. Three activated. to ten times. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, you can't argue with that, dude. You yeah. literally can't. Yeah, that's the data. That's intense. And yeah. you're saying there's like an event going on next week for the batteries? Yeah, yeah. September 22nd, battery day. Yeah, dude. Little, maybe battery, we'll maybe we'll battery and powertrain day. That's what they. It's it's for investors like to take a look at the the latest technology that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is a, a brand new battery cell that they're that they're going to be rolling out in future vehicles, and that's what that's what the Cybertruck is probably going to use the semi uh, trail like like hell yeah, dude, like the semi eighteen wheeler. 
He's going to utilize that. Damn. And also the uh, the uh, Roadster. The yeah. I can't. Yeah, oh, yeah dude. I'm all over that cyber truck. Are you? I'm all over it, man. For real? Yeah, that's that's my, my Zero truck. to 60 in 1.9 seconds. Yeah. I, I, sh- I never imagined you a truck guy. I'm not a truck guy. For sure, I'm definitely not, but I am a cyber truck guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's okay. And everybody's it's basically a giant. Everybody's car. a cyber truck. Every, everybody's a roadster guy. For sure. Oh, I would be rock a fuck yeah. out of a roadster. <laughs> I mean, anybody would. But yeah. if we get crypto rich, then it might be possible. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, dude. We'll put the uh, on turn on that the, into uh, an NFT license plate. Well, crypto rich. No, like uh, NFT what? me. <laughs> NFT. Yeah, either NFT. Metas. Meta. Yeah. MZT. I don't know. Whatever we think of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if 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 it pans out that whatever, way, whatever whatever funds that uh, roadster. Yeah, just kidding, guys. We're not this vain. <laughs> <laughs> it's high goals because Elon inspires. So it's it's true, true, man. Dude. Yeah, we just got into a segue of like just awesome people. You know, <laughs> speaking of a, like like this uh, talking about like buying cars and shit, I'm more of like I want solar panel roofs and. Yeah, like sustainable systems, so you can like in my environment. Yeah, your electricity, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I, I'd I'd rather live in a neighborhood where all the houses have solar panels, so we can share share the sun, dude. Share the sun. Yeah, like if somebody has like excess energy, then yeah, they, they just, just swap like it shared within the network. I think that's yeah, that's and it. I think EWT Power Ledger, Power Ledger, all all these companies are sort of kind of doing this. Yeah, they're they're. And it's in the works. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You just tokenize the ownership of that energy. Yeah. You just swap that, and then yeah. that's your balance of usage, essentially. That's right. That's right. How many tokens you have. Pretty cool stuff, who's, man. Who's paying the gas fees on these? <laughs> <laughs> it's like gas fees and solar pan, like solar yeah. generation. Yeah, that's funny, right? Yeah, it seems gas like a fees. lot. A lot is fuel, a fuel lot fees. is a lot is uh depending on that solution man fuck man and you know what we're talking about cryptocurrencies where like only less than one percent of the population is even participating yeah well because of these things that need to be these kinks dude that need to be ironed out true yeah that's the uh man if you're listening to this you're like so early it's not even like i don't know it's not even tangible how early you are yeah yeah don't even don't even fear like you're like fuck i missed the boat yeah definitely not you miss shit yeah, because right now, like, everything's, like, bloody red in the crypto markets, but yeah, it's not. Shit hasn't even started, dude. I agree, man. Yeah, we barely got these plushies. Like, yeah. <laughs> These plushies are going to be worse. I'm, I'm calling it now, dude. <laughs> Ethermon explodes and people realize, like, this is, like, the better Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these are fucking actual first edition plushies, dude. You know, this is, you actual know, ownership. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. Dude, this is going to be worth 10 Gs a pop. And Somebody's going to buy this lefty and righty for 10 Gs. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I guarantee it. Yeah, if they're mint. mint. Count. I should probably, like, disinfect these or something. I don't know, take better care Got of it. Got a little yeah, bit of COVID li- all roll over yeah, it. Yeah, dude. dude. Got a little bit of COVID on it. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> that's how OG they are. And this is the first appearance on a podcast in the history of the universe. That's right. So... Yeah, actually, you know what? We're never gonna let these go. So fuck you guys who ever wanted to buy yeah. these. <laughs> what we need to do is like have a shelf back here somewhere so we could. Yeah, we keep will them just chilling right here. Yeah, we'll overheads. We're yeah. probably gonna be upgrading our our environment pretty soon. Hope so. By what yeah. I mean by upgrading is by changing locations. Yeah, so there's gonna be yeah. definitely a change in scenery at some point. Yeah, for in sure. In a few months, right? Yeah, in a few months. A few months. So look forward to that exciting development. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, hopefully we can change this black screen to yeah this something more yeah bunker exciting maybe some edgy shit back there too just yeah a bunch yeah. of shelves would would help yeah yeah and we can finally buy some NFT art dude like physical that's that's what I've been waiting for physical dude. art dude we're definitely like outside of this bubble that's going on right now like the the NFT art craze yeah so if you're an NFT artist and you have some physical art that you want us to put in, in the background let us know man yep we'll. We're going to have be it available, dude, visible at all times. Yeah. Maddie's been going ham, dude. Yeah, he is. Because he can. He's got the, yeah. the funds to do so. But literally, he's dropping, like, fat nuggets on, like, art pieces, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, he's helping artists become famous. <laughs> so that's what we want to do to game devs, essentially. Yep. Yes. True. This is what exactly. We, exactly what we want to do. Like, there's... It's it's cool what he's doing. I uh, I think the artist he's supporting is called Fuocious or Fuocious, something. Fuocious, like. yeah. Fuocious. It's like a... Dude, she makes really good art, too, and She's man. really like, young, right? Like, she's yeah, still in high school. 17. Yeah, so she's like, yo, I'm making more money than my parents now. Like, fuck off, mom and dad. I'm moving out. Yeah. You know? But that's... Yeah. The, that's she was the, she was tweeting, like, I'm in math class, and somebody's buying my <laughs> NFT art for, like, 5000 Yeah, dude. What the hell? So, <laughs> I want to see that. our little sister on that. Dude, that's that what boat. I'm saying, man. Yeah. Just be a creator. Like... We yeah. have so much knowledge that we're, like, telling our nephews and, like, all these kids around us, like, hey, you should be coding, bro. Yeah. You should be doing some NFT <laughs> arts. Yeah. But uh, nobody listens to us. Yeah, just content creation is, is where it's at. Like, if you have the ability to create content, then you should be doing it. Yeah, exactly. And she just happens to be in a, a valuable space. Yeah, for sure. She recognized it. Fuocious? Yeah. So who knows who the next Fuocious will be as far as like <coughs> either 3D asset creation wise. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, and we're going to assist. Well, well, meta creator, whatever. Yeah. We're going to assist as many as possible with, yeah. uh, with MetaZone and de- uh, deployment in Decentraland, yeah. NFTs, tokens. Yeah, That's right, man. So give us some time, man. Have some patience for those of y'all still, you know, stake your, clinging on. Stake your Bitcoins in our platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. Well, uh, so what's what's the time on there, Iman? I can't see. One fourteen. One fourteen. Okay, that's, that's correct. Good. All right, guys. Perfect thank timing. you. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe and comment on the YouTube channel. That really helps a lot. Also, follow us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner and also at MetaZone.io. And thank you for listening. Join our Discord. Join our Discord as well. And follow Ethermon yeah. and all their cool stuff. Get some Ethermon eggs. Dude. I don't know how the hell, like, are they ever going to sell these? They will. Yeah, they will sell. Okay, yeah, so whenever sure. these become sellable or purchasable, and I think we'll let you all know. There are also going to be prizes, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In a, an event that's coming up. Yep. Oh, dude, that's killer. Like, who yeah. the fuck? I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm holding these in my hand. These things are very well made. Yeah, no joke. Are. Yeah, like, true. Better than some of the shit I've seen, like, in, in mainstream stores, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're, they're soft. Yeah, they're good quality. And, and they're they plushy. Good, solid, like, Like, existence. they just fucked up my water bottle, like, <laughs> so they're a little aggressive. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're cool, man. Yeah. And they're NFTs. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Cool, guys. We will see you next week. All right. We're out. Peace. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner. <laughs>